0: Welcome to The Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast where we discuss all things compounding and all things concerning independent pharmacy. Now, here are your hosts, Mike
1: Delisio, North American Sales Director, and Sebastian Dennison, Clinical Compounding Pharmacist.
0: Welcome, Compounding World, and welcome to the latest episode of A Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast. I am Mike Delisio, and I'm here with Seb and two very familiar characters. Sebastian, how are you? Uh, I'm really good. I'm looking forward to this podcast. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I've spent a lot of time thinking about what I was going to say to introduce both Gus and Daniel. Gus Bassani, obviously our chief scientific officer, and Daniel Banoff, director of research and development here at PCCA. We are standing together in one room, and you guys are two of the brightest, most intelligent people I've ever met, and you're somehow going to make me laugh throughout (laughs) this entire thing. And um, we're going to do this uncut. All right. Unedited. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Unedited. And scary. I think our... That's scary. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't scare me, but it's going to be really cool to see how two very bright minds can just love doing this. You guys love standing and, and talking to Seb and I. and we do. And um, we have to get out the first 30 minutes and just joke around with the headsets and everything else. <laughs> Let it get it out of your system so we can hopefully deliver a lot of awesome content to our listeners. But thank you both Thank for, you for, for doing this. Thank you.
2: Yeah. The audience doesn't realize that the last 30 minutes before we started recording <laughs> that we were... Just cracking up I mean' just being being goofballs
0: if anybody wants to hang around till episode 100 maybe we'll just take that first 30 minutes of content and release that as our hundredth episode yeah. <laughs> so Gus you've you've been with us a couple times Daniel um, just also uh, just once did yeah. another episode but just me once. Th- those episodes were so awesome because everybody always wants to know what's next what are the geniuses behind the scenes working on what is PCCA looking at? And I think, you know, thinking about what we've done over the last few years and, you know, thinking about regulatory need, thinking about practicality for personalized medication, a lot of what has been created has been because of both of those combined. And, you know, maybe I'll ask the question openly to the both of you first. We'll kind of go from there. What has been the mindset, you know, thinking in the last five, six years as to where we are today and some of the products that have come out? Is there a why behind it? And, you know, what are we trying to achieve as an organization?
2: Hmm. You start? Oh, you want me to start? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going (laughs) to hand off the tough question to you, Daniel. No, I I can just follow up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it's a great, great, great question, Mike. And, um, you know, there's been, as you indicated, there's been a ton of change over the last probably, you know, five to ten years. And we've we've in there 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 is and i've said this before in previous podcasts I, there there is always going to be a need for compounding and the in the world of personalized medicine is um, it it's it's going to be it's going to explode at a level that we can't even possibly imagine as as we as we learn more about genomics and biomarkers of response and and how we can tailor uh, therapies specifically for the individual and, and and you know and I mean down to how their bodies uh, respond mm-hmm. to drugs and 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 uh, what what receptors are involved in in certain conditions etc and uh, and uh, we're not we're not quite there yet but we, you can see you can see the tip of the spear starting to show itself here and and in, in science that's coming out so that's one thing that's just going to I think it's going to drive a lot of what we do in the future. And with that comes automation and more sophistication and more data. Uh, And, and and so we're, we're, we're thinking along those lines as Mm -hmm. we, as we, as we look five, 10, 15 years down the line, but you're going to always need good delivery systems uh, to, to get, to get these medications in whatever dose and in whatever, I mean, to to the side of action. I mean, that that's what that's what, you know we're 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 in the drug delivery business, and and so as we've learned more about um, the physicochemical stability of formulations and what 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 impacts that, and and how and, and where the risks are, and and what we make at the pharmacy level. Uh, that has also been a big part of of what's driving our r&d and one example is our ad- anhydrous family of, of of bases that we've continued to launch over the last couple of years um, the why behind that it, it comes down to it was it was a mixture of you know regulatory motivation usb standards and you know better beyond u states and, and that but but the reason why there are b- better beyond you states with anhydrous hydro systems is because, well, in a, in a low water activity situation, um, and when I say water activity, and I've said this before from stage, I'm not talking about water content. I'm talking about the, the, the water, water that's in a, in a, yeah, the free water that's in a, in a preparation that can support microbial growth or enter into hydrolytic-type uh, chemical reactions you know, in a low water activity situation, uh, you, you have reduced uh, microbial mm-hmm. risk. You don't have to, to, to worry about preservation. Uh, your, your active ingredients um, are more stable. You know, the reactions, even though they're, anhydrous systems do react. They just react at, at different rates and, and in different ways. But generally speaking, they're, they're much slower rates. And, and so you just, all around you have more stable you know, formulas and, 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 and formulas that do not uh, support microbial growth. And that, that's, that's a big why uh, behind why we've put that effort into, into it. But it was driven also just because that's, that's kind of where the, the regulatory environment was, was more comfortable and, and, and more feasible for, for pharmacies to make things with better BU, BUDs. And so that's, that's a driving motivation. But the, there is some actually good science behind the why there. Um, but with that comes unique challenges, and I know Daniel will, will dive into some of that and how he and his his, his great team of people overcame those challenges. But uh, yeah. um, but we will continue to answer your question. I am kind of went all around the block and back no, again. Good. But, but the to answer your question, there there's so much more that that we will be doing in terms of generating. Uh, g- scientific data in terms of um, uh, working on ways to improve efficiency in in the in, in the pharmacy, meaning automation uh, and, and, and improving drug delivery, um, and really honing into how can we hook onto this 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 growing uh, knowledge around personalized medicine, and and we want to be a part of that. Compounders need to be a part of that. You know, big Pharma, they see personalized medicine from the standpoint of, hey, you've got this disease state with this particular genomic thing, and we'll create this biologic drug for that. And That's that's part of it, but there's a lot that can be done in personalized medicine that will involve the pharmacist, and and we want to make sure that we're doing our part to... You know to help help pharmacists still maintain a big role in this, and I think it's going to be real important. I think it's really cool, and I'll be yeah. quiet because you, you go, Daniel, t- jump in there.
1: No, no, uh, I think I think uh, you said everything. I think I'm I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, uh, here we go. Uh, I think if uh, if uh, looking for quality, and think that's that's what came up with the Zonhydrus because one of the biggest issue we have not only in compound but cosmetic and pharma and food is contamination and uh, that is that's a, a, a water activity born in food area because one of the issues they have is that the free water that is free to be contaminated that's why we came up with this this concept, not us but the cosmetic houses follow the same kind of uh, of idea and um, when we designed an anhydrous system was not just to have a a butter or or something oil, mineral oil that's anhydrous as well, but to have some cosmetic elegance, to have some efficacy and the quality of the product that PCCA is well known for. And I think that's the the challenge that we had. And and if you think about the, the five in the, the future is as a company, as a team, our research developed team, we are always looking for What's gonna come in five years? What's gonna come in ten years? What's changed? Gus said about a, a lot of stuff now that is 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 affecting our our compound, mm-hmm. uh, and we are looking to into those. How are we gonna this be affected more and more in the future for us to be prepared for that, especially on the delivery system. I think uh, there's a lot of needs not only in compound but in pharma as well or cosmetic other areas just for how I'm going to deliver that product, how I can use. And PCCA has been well-known for, for that type of technology and the mind, our brains, the whole team thinking how we're going to deliver that product through the skin or to the mucus or wound care or something like that.
0: I've got to ask the both of you this question because something comes to mind. And we were talking mm-hmm. about this right before we started recording the podcast. We have or we developed anhydrous bases before quote-unquote anhydrous was a thing. And was that a precursor to what was to come? Because, you know, <sighs> looking at things like Prakosil or Spirowash, to your point, yeah. those bases were developed almost a decade ago now. It oh, probably cool. seems like yesterday, but 10 years ago. Was that... Anhydrous that h- lipoderm. Right, anhydrous lipoderm. MBK, gelatin. Correct. Mm. You know, thinking outside the world of VersaBase or traditional lipoderm, did that help... The, the research, the development, the innovation when there was a regulatory or a practical need to come out with bases like wo 6 permeate, VersaBase, Anhydrous, HRT. You know, those are some of our new, newer Lodge. Anhydrous bases, obviously Alage yeah, being one of them as well. So it almost feels like the last four or five years we've come out with a whole bunch of, of new technology, but there again... A lot of it may have already been created a decade ago so was this on your radar Daniel was this something that you identified besides the regulatory need like I mentioned was it something that you felt ready for and if it wasn't for those bases
1: we wouldn't be where we are today I, I would love to say yes like I'm a I don't know like 10 a years prophet. Prophet. <laughs> <laughs> no no but no no I, I think it, some base is just born Thor for a reason like on Hydra's lapidum born on hydra's because that time, was some ingredients like uh, for to work with autism and that need to be anhydrous. That is the idea behind of the lipodermin anhydrous. Uh, And uh, what happened was that the technology behind of this product right now, it's much advanced than before. We are talking about cars. And if you look at 10 years, you, 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 Sebastian, you told me in 10 years, probably if we need to buy a car with gas, it's now the time, because probably in 10 to 20 years, you're going to be very difficult to find. That's the technologies that have advanced so, so quickly. It's the same thing for us, for, for the topical. It's, it's always something happened that changed the whole structure for us to develop something special or high advanced in technology. If you look for a hydros lipoderm to the permeate example, or versa on hydros they are totally different. You can see the feel, even though the, they can see the, the, the efficacy, you can see everything is, is more advanced and more uh, towards to what we want. I think that's the key. Now, other bays is just born because there's a need in the market at time that we, we develop for specific for that needs. But then how does we start seeing... Uh, Gus and I, we started to have this conversation a few years ago. Hey, this is that is coming, and I think you need to be prepared for. And that was the, the kind of the idea of the design line for anhydrous.
2: You also have to realize that water activity is not a new concept. You know, yeah. uh, low water activity formulations is not something that's unique to the recent years within compounding. It's, it's been around for a long no. time the food industry, this has been a really big thing in their world because I mean, it makes sense when you think about mm-hmm. it, um, you know, breads and what you know, just, all the foods that we eat, and if you can reduce the water activity, you know, dehydrated foods, you know, that's you know, they, they keep forever and that's, well, well there's a reason for that. Yeah. Um, so it, in the pharmaceutical industry, it's well known that, uh, stability and, and, preserving those products are, are, are much, much better when you, you, you have lower wa- water activity. So,
1: yeah.
2: It, and we, and that, that, that's, and for many years, even before the, the, this recent trend in our, in our industry, cosmetic mm-hmm. world, we see, we saw a lot of, uh, interest and desire in anhydrous approaches or, uh, you know, ingredients that can be used, in a formulation that it's an aqueous formulation but they reduce the water activity to improve the efficacy of the preservatives that are there so they can use lower concentrations of those preservatives yeah. you know some the, 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 of you know, the one two alkane diols and all, those. And all that kind of stuff
1: and, and one of the things interesting is in cosmetic, especially in cosmetic marketing they are talking uh, about uh, the use of water and they try to, the marketing they are using is like let's reduce let's marketing okay we're not using too much water this is good for the the Earth uh, is good for the the, the the environment and the water preservation, and this is also something that you need to think. Is is when you develop a product with water, how much water we, we, we use for that particular one, and different than if you, do, you don't use water. It's interesting because last year, because some cosmetic companies is starting looking up for anhydrous, but they are marketing about the environmental. Yeah, yeah you're not using water there's a the water preservation yeah.
2: yeah, this is interesting and people who have done a lot of formulating especially with aqueous preparations understand in light of the, the global trends about the acceptability of certain preservatives like no one wants parabens no one wants formaldehyde donors nobody, mm, nothing. you know, this, this, this you go down the list and it becomes increasingly more difficult to preserve a preparation yeah. with, you know, preservatives that that people would be okay with, whether it be in environmental working groups or dermatologists because of sensitivities, or there's just this ongoing uh, a trend to try to re- reduce the concentrations of, of preservatives or or just eliminate certain preservatives for whatever reason, you know. Yeah, does this uh, and, and it's 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 a challenge. I mean, it, it's legit a challenge, and you know, it, it you sort of gloss over pr- preservation. I mean, at least i i used to you know Like, okay those are just preservatives you know it's just like a mind it's like such a minor part of the formula it's they're they're always in there at low concentrations and you don't really uh, i think a some. lot of people just don't give it a lot of thought but man is it a challenge i mean it, it's a science in and of itself and and i know daniel spent many an hour in the lab you know looking at different preservative systems yeah and all the USP 51 antimicrobial effectiveness testing that we we've, we've done on products that we commercialized and products we didn't commercialize mm-hmm. uh, just because gosh you know just trying to get the right blend so it, it's it's a tough space and so low water activity anhydrous preparations you don't have the, the need for preservatives so it, it eliminates that that whole variable which for those on in the lab and who are involved in formulating it's a challenge these days. Mm-hmm. It's really, really tough.
3: And and so that
2: almost begs into
3: the next question because to many providers out there, they're going to be like, oh, well, anhydrous is like petrolatum. But the patient has a very different perception of what it can be and what it could be. And now in the pharmaceutical and compounding world, we're actually adding technology for more targeted delivery as well as elegance. And so would either of you like to speak to like, and specifically, the change in our halage base, it's not just an anhydrous base. It actually has specific properties that we've developed, and mm-hmm. that technology and the science that's also there. So.
2: And that's all you, Daniel.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. No, no, it, it is, because uh, if you look at ointment um, 20, 30 years ago, it was based in lanolin and petrolatum. And uh, do the same feel with make that uh, uh, feel that is very tacky. And what happened today is the perception is, is important for for the consumer now. They are not just looking for the efficacy of the product, but how they perceive the product. How they gonna apply the product and have some sensation. There's some marketing they're talking about uh, how happy the customers is gonna apply the product and is gonna have the sensation of okay, oh, feel good, you know. And and that's a drive because. What we need to do is okay. Petrolatum, even though today is more the technology behind the petrolatum is much much better than many many years ago, but it's still a product that many many people doesn't want it because can can create some comedogenic. I hated to say that word comedogenicity. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah? comedogenicity. Yeah. See, si, huh? you say so nice, man. <laughs> drop the microphone. Poof, Oof. boom. <laughs> but um, don't drop the microphone. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> But, but uh, today with this technology in terms for when we are looking for developing is, okay, what we can do in terms of efficacy, like a Lodge the, or, or the VersaBase on If you touch the VersaBase on hydras, they break easily and release the product with a very, very, very good efficacy. And, and one of the things interesting for me is, Normally, in industry, you're gonna see like this for permeability, you're gonna see uh, gels, hydrogels, or something like this just to break and release the product. Then, emotion, and then very behind is gonna be anhydrous, okay? Our product is different. We start seeing, that in terms of in vitro testing, also some uh, clinical. When I say clinical, some case studies that we 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 know people use those products has same results that it, they use the Versabase cream example, and, and 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 the the breaking of the product is similar to uh, a a an, a gel Versabase gel or other gels, which means. What we developed and the technology behind this product is just not about only the feel that is amazing in terms for break and release, have this silk, the sensation, have this perception very good, but also the efficacy of this product was something that we are looking for. We wanted the product to, when we apply it in your skin, to break and release the API that you, you are looking for. Which means when, I, when we say that, we wanted to make sure people understand the... It just it's not just uh, like Petrolano. Hey, apply Petrolano. It, it, it's much more. There's so much in in into thing. There's so much thinking into this product because we wanted to have the feel. We wanted to have the efficacy. We wanted to have the quality. We wanted to the people to use and be happy with the product. It's not just to use the product and say I hated this product. But it's because the doctor prescribed, I have to use. Mm-hmm. We wanted to the people come back and say, man, this product is amazing. I really, really love it. It's emotional. If you think about this, it's kind of bring back emotional in terms for our skin. It's, it's, it, it, this is something that we wanted to people, especially for hormones. We didn't want it to apply in some areas. They have the, the techniques, and, yeah. and I don't know. We wanted to dry fast, and especially without water. How are we going to do this without water? Because water is the one that lead to dry fast. But without water we need to figure out ways to dry at the same rate and have a very good feel as well. That's you're, why it's not a petrolatum.
2: You're right. It's it is emotional and I get emotional listening oh, to you. I was gonna say I we're should. baking
3: in happiness to every product we make. Yeah. Like
2: that's but, but, but but Daniel <laughs> But Daniel brings up a really good point that the Thank you. the
1: Oh yeah. is my boss
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pay me later. No, 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 uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> The I the, the sophistication it. of the ingredients that are available to us today, in the world of low water activity systems, it's it's night and day. You know, oh, yeah. you, in the back back in the day, you had your, <laughs> your your pegs, pegs. You had your your petrolatums, your you know, mineral that oils, kind of, you know, the, yeah, yeah your, your oils like mineral oil, that kind of stuff. Now we've got things like you know these 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 esters and and a silicone elastomers and um, uh, pegylated natural oils. And, you know, there's, there's so many really cool things that, that you can use, uh, for, for not just achieving low water activity, but, but also improving feel and, and, and improving delivery out of the anhydrous systems. So I, I love, I,
3: I've actually watching the emotion come but Meg, but Mike, did you have any comments about the pegulation?
0: No, I, I don't have any comments about pegulation. Even though, it is something very near and dear to me. Like we're now we're now breaching over into inside jokes, right. and, it, and it's it's not going to go well. But so, nevertheless, well, for the for the
2: for the purposes of of explaining to the audience, we had this joke between you and I. I was, I was discussing. Pegalation and and, and Mike he says, oh, I wrote a paper on pegylation." and I thought he was serious, and he just busted out laughing. He says, no, I'm not serious. I have a business degree. Come on, Gus.
1: I'm
2: just, the best I'm just part, gullible, so I had to, no, I had to bring, bring pegolation. You're not gullible.
0: The, the, the best part about it is the reason why you're even on the podcast is the ability to explain something to someone as dumb as I am <laughs> and who understood... More or less what you were trying to explain about pegylation <laughs> and why it was so important. But you know where I really like where you guys go down these tangents is when we start talking about micelles and liposomal structures. That, to me, yeah. is really cool because you guys explain it in layman terms. I think it's probably safe to say, and Seb, you're a pharmacist, and and I don't mean need-
3: uh, It's <laughs> still a ne- neophyte in comparison to these experts. But
2: when we start no talking way.
0: about, like, even those in, like, our clients, our members technicians, et cetera, a lot of people don't understand how Lipoderm was designed. And, and I think we talked about that in the, first, po- in the f- first time we sat down together is what was the concept around Lipoderm and, and what are liposomes and all this stuff. It's, it's probably beyond a majority of, of what pharmacy is really looking at, but how does it work and all that kind of stuff is, is all part of your brilliance. And then I think that's where our pharmacies obviously understand, mm-hmm. but that goes to your point You know, we're not just designing a base for designing a base. It's not like cosmeceutical application. It's designed for preparation by the pharmacy itself for the patient, which is... I don't think
1: we've ever told that story in that comp- way.
3: It's still designed for compounding at the end of the day, not just, right.
0: just I mean, a base. I don't think sake. I don't of think
1: everyone's aware of that. And, and, and the most important is it's easier to make a product for a final product, finished product. It's much, much easier because, okay, you have your drug. You, you know what you're your, working with, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You have a drug, you have your product, you have a base, develop, boom, do the stability test. Now, how to develop a base that's going to be used for many, many APIs? This is the challenge for us in terms for develop something like you're gonna be stable. I still remember when I told you something, cosmetic awards uh, say like it's uh, some bases can hold 20% of salts. They start laughing at no way that can be done because normally in cosmetic industries, 2%, 5% of salts like the highest. We can, our bases can 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 hold and delivery 20% of salts. You know, and and, and uh, it's, it's it,
3: and some of your technology is pushing 30% in some cases. Yeah, some data, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so I guess that almost takes us back. And I just wanted to kind of build on something else Mike was saying. With our anhydra systems, we're still having some of that similar technology with respect to the percutaneously enhanced products. Yeah. We're able to, to still have that enhanced permeation as opposed to just topical delivery. We're still using a lot of that technology, but using those molecules almost in a, in a different fashion. Mm -hmm. And still, at the end of the day, you guys are still able to achieve a compounding base. And so the the wide gambit and our technical R and D department formulations are are looking at all of those different APIs they and we're still testing. publishing new formulas on these yeah. which is which is just incredible
1: and, and we are making making uh, uh, some fun peg peglates or ethoxylates it's interesting because if you look to the old times they're gonna do this transdermal more for from phospholipids like lipoderm Before, lipoderm was developed using phospholipids as their main agent. Uh, now we are using not just fossil lipids, but we are using other, like you guys said, other products like to improve uh, permeation. Like, we have a patent for, for many, many products that we are using. They're, they're not fossil lipids or they're totally different products, but they specifically did some testing and improved the efficacy on that, those ingredients to improve permeability of the, some drugs. And that's why it's called attention. Okay, that's what I said. The technology Be 10 years ago, we are evolving. You know, we are getting better and better. We are changing the whole market structure because lipoderm is still very good. I don't want to say anything because we develop lipoderm, and lipoderm is still one of the best base. We develop still very good, uh, all the bases. But technology, we need to follow this technology, and we are always looking for different ways to bring something better for our members yeah a lot more options
2: you know, a lot more options today than there
0: was yeah. when, when it comes to the anhydrous options yep so I mentioned w06 and I'll let you guys chime in on the purpose and why just in a short way what w6 was designed for permeate versus base and in a lodge so in, in your in your opinions and I'll let you both I guess Speak openly on it. What were your mindsets when we approached the creation and the innovation behind those bases, and and how was going to be designed for the market?
1: Yeah, the permeate was more for permeability in terms of the APIs for pain, example. That was designed specifically because we know we're going to work with a large molecular weight materials. That's why we designed some product with a, a very. High in terms for permeability, W six was more derm. Uh, we don't have any permeation agent. However, if you mix, example, W six with prucalil, uh, or if you mix W uh, six with permeate, example for hydroquinone, you, you need some permeability for hydroquinone for uh, uh, with W six. That means you mix a twenty percent of permeate is gonna works better and beautiful with W six. 006 was designed for hydroquinone for other products, more for topical. Elage was more for vaginal. That is very interesting because it was designed to have something very uh, unique breakdown on the vaginal tissue and to be very in terms of safety and all those needs that we need to think in terms for vaginal tissue. Uh, on the VersaBase HRT, we designed to work with the hormones. That is, it's complicated when you look for hormones, how are we going to penetrate? And we are doing some testing and compare with some, some products. And we've seen the same time of breaking, or, or that means the release of the drug, and also to the permeability. Which means if you look for those, it's a for pain, for hormones, for vaginal, and for... Topical. For topical. Termsological. Term- yeah. and, and a troke, not a troke example. We designed yeah. a troke for, for oral, uh, for troques. And uh, it's a natural, it's a very good taste. Uh, I also can improve the taste of, uh, profile of some APIs. That's the, the, the concept that we, for, for those products, we, we work. I think that's, I can go deeper, but I think you guys are gonna be...
0: <gasps> no, I, I just think it was really important because <laughs> we, we keep on talking about the anhydrous technology, why there was a need, what we've designed, mm-hmm. but for someone who's not familiar with buying these products from us and they have no idea what we're even referring to, that's the last few years in a nutshell. In terms
2: of you what know, we develop, uh, and I just when you when you said that, Mike, like if someone's not familiar with it and they haven't worked with these products before, um, getting into the weeds a little bit, Daniel, in terms of, uh, you know, in some cases there may be actives that you can add directly to a product like this and, and not have to use a wetting agent. Awesome. Yep. Uh, but but um, maybe get into. What typical wedding agents we we work with with these products and and why and and maybe some circumstances where you don't need a, a wedding agent?
1: Yeah, the the Versabase on Hydras is, is one of the bases that we don't need to use. Um, you don't need to use any wedding agent. Is is that's something very very unique because just add the product. The product by itself is gonna work as a wedding agent, and that's why improve solubility. Mm-hmm. For the other ones, we, you can use um uh, uh, example for for elage, glycerin, or propylene glycol. We have a, all the formulas listed in terms for that, but we can use some, depending of the formulation, Toxic propylene glycol, even glycerin. And glycerin for vaginal, it's more for elage. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for, for... Yeah, because you don't
2: you don't typically want to use glycol yeah. for, for vaginal products. Yeah. You can, I mean, but... In some certain but we, but
1: we, we use also, example, if you wanted to use uh, for improved absorption for hormones for versa-based anhydrase, you can use etoxin, propylene glycol, 5%, 5%. That's have a very good effect on the, on, on the permeability as well. I think it, it's important sometimes to use uh, some uh, wetting agents to improve also permeability of some APIs, like propylene glycol and etoxin. Those are the ones for topical I use. For W6, what I recommend is, is, is permeage. I, I think if you wanted to work with, well with the W6, uh, use permeage 20%, and it's um, going to work well.
2: Yeah, and, and that's a great another great point. A little thank practical. You. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. No, no you pay bombs. me. <laughs> drop, drop in <laughs> This is unscripted. <laughs> unscripted. I told, we said this was uncut. The, the, oh. the fact that you, you think of a topical base... With WO six doesn't have any permeation enhancement. I mean, it's 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 superficial, superficial profile, but like 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 hydroquinone, you do want it to get into the skin to get to the melanocytes, yeah. and and so you know you you may need a little little mm-hmm. something there, and that's why you're saying twenty percent permeate along with it yeah. could could greatly improve and efficacy. That, 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 of, of that type of preparation,
1: yeah. and I have a few customers or few members that they they came and hey Danny, I want to really a little bit more, and I told them to use like ten to twenty percent of permeator of W six, and they love it. I think he, uh, you Sebastian, you got some some. Customers that are using that combination, they love it. Don Batoni, he was talking to someone up
3: in Colorado, I believe, and they were just saying, we need some help on this. We want to see something a little bit better. Exactly that. We will actually recommend from the clinical services, looking at properties of some of these bases and combining them and to improve them. Mm-hmm. And then also keeping them all in the anhydrous family. We have that flexibility now because we've got such a large lineup. Um, we've used Prakasil in some cases where we want to improve some of this uh, takeaway tackiness. We're We're able that- to do this. And it's, it's because of this technology and because of the uh, pairability, so to speak, of these bases that they're not gonna s- completely separate and run away from each other. And it's, it's mm. really and truly because of the technology behind it.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. really cool
3: though that you guys are <clears throat> combining
0: things that you've designed. And that's, you and I, Daniel, have spoken about this, is all, the, we'll call it next level clinical service or formulation support. All these ideas, whether it comes from us Internally in Sebastian's department, whether it comes from our members, the incorporation—I'm not going to call it mixology. That's a stupid Mix. word. Oh, to use I it love in. that mixology. <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind. <laughs> it's Friday. It <laughs> Friday. <laughs> I know. Well, there you go. It's five it's, Friday, yeah. it's almost five o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, year. yeah, yeah. But you know where I'm going towards this is that there's an, a, an approach that's so different, combining the technologies that we designed for an improved therapeutic outcome or a cosmeceutical elegance if you want to call
2: it that yeah yeah I mean you design a base typically for a singular type of property a delivery method or you know, maybe it's muco adhesion or whatever but in the now we as, as as time goes on and you gain experience with the physical properties of, of these delivery systems you start to think oh I can leverage a little of this, a little of that, and to create, you know, this really unique, um, well, new applications for personalized. existing, personalized. yeah, personalized, you, you know, unique personalized uh, applications for, uh, you know, and just just using old technologies in different. I say old technologies, but, mm. but previously developed technologies in different ways. You know, we saw that with um, adding mucalocs to. VersaBase cream, you dream. know, or VersaBase gel for 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 vaginal applications, or you know, or, or even adding them to suppositories, adding you know mucolox, small concentrations of it to 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 suppositories. Um, those are things that just yeah. come to mind. No, he,
1: he, I'm not gonna say because we are doing something. You, 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 one of the meetings, Mike, you said something in the meeting that uh, clicked in my brain. Like, oh, that's man. why I'm there, Daniel. See see peglation man. The, <laughs> the guy with no scientific background. No, but uh, you just said Just gives some, you all the idea. But you said something that's okay. Oh, let me think. And that's the the one of the concepts we are working with for international I'm not want to say because oh, okay, i not going to say. Okay. people people I want people to come, "Hey, what's the concept you Yeah. You are We'll just save it. Yeah, you're going to save for for that. But that's the 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 concept. I'm I'm
0: so curious to know what I said to you. That got your brain going, because I have come, no idea. Yeah, come come to international. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's good. Yeah, it is. And a lot of what you guys do, and it, it sucks, because one of the best questions that I can ask you is, what are you working on? What are you coming out with? As much as it's intellectual property, it's also the world of R&D. Some mm-hmm. stuff that you guys work on doesn't come to market. So no, it, we don't want to put you on the spot, and, and we won't mm-hmm. talk future tense, but... Obviously, the cool stuff is what you guys have been able to do with the development of technologies that have led to where we are today. Mm-hmm. If I would ask you five years ago, what other anhydrous bases are we going to come out with? You'd be like, I have no idea. No.
1: Mm-hmm. We, we are always looking for something. And example, if you look to our team, our team are working for different products right now. But uh, like you said, it's sometimes it's not going to launch a year for five years from now. Yeah.
2: And we have a couple projects that are literally five plus years. That's, that's really
0: cool. And I don't think I can almost guarantee our, our audience or our membership doesn't realize how long it takes
2: for a product to come out. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes we go down a path and we have to pivot or we learn something. That's the beautiful thing about, um, you know, inventorship and just tinkering is sometimes you, 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 you see something that you didn't anticipate and uh there's an unexpected benefit that's that's a that's a patent term there i mean yeah. it's the very definition of of patentability is something that you learn that is unexpected there's an unexpected benefit there and therefore it's patentable mm-hmm. but um that happens all the time yeah. you know or we or we remember hey you know five years ago there was this thing that we were working on that had this physical characteristic didn't work for what we were doing at that time but now it does yeah Right. Um, yeah,
1: it's like for base and Hydros, There's one ingredient we are, have a patent on that for for permeability because mm-hmm. they're yeah. totally like, oh, did you know that? Do you know? Oh,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Help that's Looks, right, right? Okay, well, that's I, good. Oh, I, I, how, okay,
3: just I'm curious. curious <laughs> between the two of you, how many patents do you, you two have between the two of you? Oh, because it's like most a of, of most of
2: most of them are Daniels. Okay. By f- you know. I, I, only have a, I only have a couple. I only have a I mean, handful. Seb, yeah. I, I have like three. <laughs> of course you have three. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel so inadequate now <laughs> you, you should. with my three
2: patents. And <laughs> I think Daniel's probably got like 20 on his wall. Uh, some yeah. like, uh, I don't know.
3: Uh, well, it's like gold records. You put the next one up and you take the other one down. You only Good have idea. so much space on your wall, right? I know yeah. you, I've seen your office.
2: Embarrassing, but you know, we we, when you talk anhydrous bases, you you think it W06, you think permeate, you think adverse base anhydrous HRT, you think a but people forget Mm natatroche. You know, that's yeah, you mentioned that earlier. to your favorite plasticized base? uh,
3: MBK, uh, the pegs, um. The peg troki trot- basically way base. back in the day, gelatins. Those,
2: those are all anhydrous. Oh. Yeah, ge- yeah, actually, ge- you know, gelatin, gelatin trochees, trot- yeah. when they're the finished preparation. We tested the water activity; it's below and zero point six, and therefore it is anhydrous. You mentioned oh, so spores too. So Loxspurs, yeah. I, I, spurs wait, wash. hang on a
3: second. That comment. Uh, is formula specific about gelatin Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not every gelatin formula because there can be water that's going to be brought along with the powder and so you have to check the formulas it's not just a blanket statement about all gelatin trophies I've just got to clarify that yeah yeah, it's a good
2: good clarification same thing with uh, the sorbitol lollipops Um, and there's there's animal treats is another one you know most of the time they're using the the oil-based flavors but if they use a lot of an aqueous flavor it actually puts it over d- uh, 0.6, 0.6 and 6. becomes aqueous so there are some subtleties to that it's not yeah. always the case but this is a good point yeah and Xylophos. Xylophos
1: another one Forgot that other
3: xylophos uh lox-asperse. well it's dry powder but
2: it's yeah, yeah. still
3: still we use one of my favorite ones is loxasperse in capsules with xylophos and we use that in wounds now we, we sprinkle oh. it in wounds,
2: you know, and, and, and talking about the, you brought up MBK and natotroche and I don't, I don't know if people ever have tried, tried to do oil filled capsules and they're kind of a pain, oh. you know? Um, but they're in the past that I know that, that, that pharmacies have sometimes used MBK or even Nata Oh yeah. That's um, a good idea. Putting your active into that. And then,
3: Syringing that directly we'll into, into, the that capsules. into
2: capsules, and then of course it solidifies, and so you don't have the leaking. Yeah. You know, so you just think about how you can leverage physical characteristics and still sure. accomplish what your you your drug delivery that you're looking that, for. You that's a good that's, that's a yeah. Oh, no. Give yeah. a minute. Yeah. Yeah. A minute. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just pump. <laughs> yeah. On that
0: one. <laughs> we can just sit here for hours. You guys have come up with more ideas. We'll we'll unload our patent ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll just let you guys develop. How about that? Just put us as a credit at the bottom, uh-huh. so we can... This is how silly we can, we can actually be, or we can try to be. But unless you're in this room, I don't think anybody really gets it. No. <laughs> so we're probably funny to the four of us right now. <laughs> and everyone's probably sitting there, driving their car, sitting in a compounding lab, saying... Flying what, a plane. Where have they gone today? Because most episodes, for the most I'm part, sure. Sebastian and I will be extremely serious. You get you two guys. You guys, seriously? seriously? I, mean, I knew it, too. And I'm like, this, this is going to be recorded on a Friday afternoon, really, really late. Obviously, we don't launch live, so it's, it's no secret at this point. But I knew this was
1: probably going to happen at some point. Do you, know, do you know one day I was introduced by... I don't know who introduced me. I say, this is Daniel. He's not like those scientists very seriously. He's a very funny guy. I go, this is a good or a bad way to be introduced. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I feel
0: ba- this is where I feel bad for the both of you. Because oh. even with Gus, it's like they bring Gus on stage and he has to do this super important <laughs> product launch. And, and I always look at Gus speak, one of, the, one of the best speakers you'll ever see on a stage. But I know... I know that if Gus, Gus wants to deviate and be funny, really funny. Yeah, you won't see that side of him on stage and you have no clue. So then that, that's the, the funny part when Gus can make fun of me or or he'll just say something completely hilarious. And then I'm like, I see Gus on stage. I'm like, nobody sees this other side of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad. Because both of you guys are hilarious together, and that's why I'm like, I didn't think we were gonna get through this podcast. I really I really did not. This is live? Technically it is because we're not we said we weren't gonna edit it. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And there's nothing to cut. No, this guy can get a life. Oh my God, I don't know what to yeah, say. Yeah, too now. bad, Daniel. It's too What's your name?
0: Now. You're in. You're in the podcast world now. This is on all platforms. It's not members only. Oh yeah. no. So <laughs>
1: you're you're
3: out there in the in the ether of the internet.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do my voice then.
3: <laughs> I was thinking about trying to mimic Gus's voice, but I can't get my voice that low. So I yeah,
2: you've got a, you've got a voice for this. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I want to change. I'm gonna All change. Sudden He's like, oh, huh you maybe self-conscious. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully we've um, it's been there's been a few nuggets along the way mm-hmm. in this podcast to um, you know help somebody out there that oh yeah, I never thought of that or you know maybe they learned something a little bit about water activity that they didn't fully appreciate before. I mean, ultimately that's that's, that's goal. the goal of these things, and the, and they're a lot of fun to do. It's you know sitting sitting in here with you guys. Yeah,
0: you know. but honestly, the the opportunity for just really anybody who's interested in PCCA, our members getting a chance to learn about what you guys have done. in all in all seriousness, like it—that's the cool stuff. All people throw out the number all the time. We have 73 proprietary bases. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. It's it's a it's unique to the marketplace. We're the only ones that have that number. But that number is more important from what you guys have done from a technology, from an innovation point of view. And giving people the therapeutic ideas or ways to treat patients. And that's really all the cool stuff. And I think my biggest takeaway and one of the things that you mentioned, Daniel, is that I, I, and I firmly believe this. Most people are not aware that these are not just bases for the fact of designing a base. Like, no. The mindset is the incorporation of the active pharmaceutical ingredient, how it's going to react, how it's going to be delivered. And they're designed to be compounded. Yeah. And that's that's the, really the cool stuff that I think everyone needs to wrap their mind around because you want to come up with five bases tomorrow, you probably could.
1: Yeah.
0: But if there's not a purpose behind it, are you going to do that? No. No. No, and I think that speaks volumes in terms of what we do. It, it, it's, it's
1: just, a, and then I, I finish. I'm not, I, I want to finish, but it, it's the compound market is so dynamic. It's always going to have a need. And uh, that's, we came to develop something for that needs. And we're always we, are, we always looking for those needs. It's not just a ah, developer base, just that. There's a lot of brain uh, and a lot of thought involved on developing the new base, not just for the technology, but also what are you gonna use for, what's gonna be the needs, right. what's going on. It's so cool.
2: See. Good stuff.
3: Well, honestly, guys, thank you.
2: Welcome. And we, got,
3: I, we got through it. And I got to say, I think it's because they're so funny together and they're just happy to do this work. I think that's why our bases deliver that sort of level of happiness. So it's yeah. fun having you guys here.
1: We sing to the...
3: You do that song we all the
1: sing time. To <laughs> when we do the machine, God, we sing to the in machine. The <laughs> the <back. laughs>
2: It was great being here, guys. Yeah, yeah I know. Good.
0: Thank you for um, for spending your Friday afternoon with us. And thank you for all of our listeners who who bared the, the last probably 45 minutes or so <laughs> uh, through all the jokes and half the seriousness. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, uh, if you want to follow us along on social media, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, and obviously staying connected with the podcast, whether it's through Spotify, iTunes, Um, whatever platform that you have found this episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And obviously don't forget to leave a comment and a like. um, If this is something that does fall within your daily routine, I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Hope we'll catch you soon and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Mm